You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is June 9th, 2021. My name is Philip Ross from Mike. I'm the expert and site editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, we'll continue our player evaluation series. We'll talk about two rookies who made a huge impact for the Orlando Magic this year and are pointing toward a very bright future, two of the very bright spots of the season. We'll talk about Cole Anthony and Chuma Okiki and what their rookie years brought us. We'll get to all that coming up here in just a moment. But before you do any of that, I do remind you all to check out all the great podcasts on the Lockdown Podcast Network by searching every download podcast for Lockdown and the team you're looking for. Just like this podcast here covering the Lando Magic with a screw chain detail, there's podcasts covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of care and detail that you can only find from a local expert who knows their team best. Want the lowdown? On the Utah Jazz after their big win, check out Locked On Jazz. Want to look up the Sixers after their win? Check out Locked On Sixers. No matter who your team is, whether it's in the NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB, or college too, there is a Locked On podcast for you. Just search Revy Download Podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for. The Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. At only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. So stay tuned for the Ultra Player of the Week coming up later in the episode. The Orlando Magic have obviously shifted their goals and shifted the kind of team they want to be. Um, but that's not always how they wanted to be. Um, this is a team that had playoff aspirations at the beginning of the season. Believed and expected to be in the playoffs at the beginning of the season. And and really, I mean, honestly, even Jeff Waltman would say it, really it was only the, the massive amount of injuries that the Magic suffered that led them down this path to restart. And so, for a lot of players on the Magic, especially the younger players, it really took on being two seasons. A season where they were playing roles and trying to contribute to a team that was competing for something, and a season where they were handed the keys and forced to learn by fire and and drive the car a little bit. No player probably had two distinctly different seasons than Cole Anthony. Cole Anthony always knew he could be that the kind of player um, that led a team, and that's what he did. In college, that's what he did in high school, where he was one of the top high school prospects in the in the nation, committing to North Carolina. That's what he did at North Carolina, despite a, a torn meniscus in his knee. This was a guy that expected to have the ball in his hands, had a scorer's mentality, had a scorer's eye. The Magic at the 15th pick last year felt really fortunate to get a talent like Cole Anthony. This is the exact kind of player the Magic wanted someone who could create his own shot, have a little bit of a scoring streak that they could bring off the bench. Steve Clifford did have big plans for Cole Anthony. Let's make that really, really clear. He wanted to play him alongside Markel Fultz and take advantage of his scoring ability with the lineup that they had. But unfortunately, that wasn't in the cards for Cole Anthony. Instead, the Magic had to throw him directly into the fire. At every turn, Cole Anthony had to play much more and a much bigger role than he was probably ever ready for. Magic liked to bring their rookies along slowly, but that's not what this season gave them. And 
having said that, all things considered, Cole Anthony played really, really well. Was fourth in the league and fourth in the league among rookies in scoring, and ended up having some big marquee moments, moments that showed tremendous growth, and just an overall strong run to play. Cole Anthony may or may not become the all-star that everyone thought he would be coming out of high school. Who knows? But he showed that he can be a strong player in this league. Someone with the 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 courage, the heart, the bravery to take the big shot. Someone who can grow and develop as a point guard but still keep that scoring touch and that scoring knack. And someone that is as determined as ever to win ball games. It is hard to describe Cole Anthony's season as anything but a success. And while it is not yet clear what he can become, that's going to be a lot up to him. It's, it, he showed that he could become something. This year, Anthony averaged 12.9 points per game and shot well from beyond the arc at 33.7% from, from three. Averaged 4.7 rebounds per game, which is a really good number for a guard. And he had those great moments, the game-winning shot against the Minnesota Timberwolves especially, the game-winning shot against the Memphis Grizzlies, that run against the Cleveland Cavaliers when he iced that game away. Cole Anthony was never afraid of the big moments. And he was never afraid of the challenge presented to him. Very, very clearly, when Markel Fultz went down with the 20 ACL, Cole Anthony was not ready to start. And if you watched those games early on, you could tell... A, he wasn't super confident as a shooter, as a scorer quite yet, figuring out where to, where his spots were and how to manage a game. And B, you could tell that he was just still kind of learning the NBA. The game was still a little fast for him. And unfortunately for Cole, just as it seemed like it was slowing down, just as it seemed like he was starting to find his shooting rhythm and his shooting touch and starting to really push himself to be a, a player who could start in this league, he fractured his rib. Um, it reportedly, according to Cole, it happened before that incident in Portland, but the incident in Portland was what eventually shut him down for two months. And the Magic's rookie had to sit and watch it from the sideline. Honestly, this is still, to me, the most impressive thing that Cole Anthony did. Cole Anthony called that time where he was out with the rib injury essentially his offseason, or, or a chance to have a second season when he returned. He sat on the sideline and didn't get worse. Never really looked super rusty. He watched and he learned and he got better. And when he came back, yes, to a team that was completely different. A team that no longer had veteran stalwarts like Nikola Vucevic and Aaron Gordon and Evan Fournier. Cole Anthony played exceptionally well. After returning from his rib injury, he averaged 15 points per game. Five rebounds per game and four and a half assists per game while shooting 41.7% from the floor and 34.8% from beyond the arc. Yes, there were still some inefficient nights as Anthony had to take on a much larger scoring role, one that was probably larger than he should have handled. But he delivered every time. While a lot of the stats late in the season are certainly questionable, there were still just fantastic moments and games that mattered and moments that mattered. Against the Cleveland Cavaliers, as the Magic were struggling to hold on to a lead that they'd built throughout the course of the game, Cole Anthony hit the big shots in the fourth quarter to keep them at bay. With the Magic down by 20 against the Memphis Grizzlies, it was Cole Anthony alongside fellow rookie R.J. Hampton 
that made the big plays to put the Magic in a position to hit the game-winning shot, which Cole Anthony calmly and boastfully made. No reason to be upset about that. As, as we said at the time, if the Magic are going to win games at the end of the season and potentially take themselves out of draft position, you want Cole Anthony to be the guy leading the way. That win over Memphis, a playoff team, mind you, belonged not wholly to him, but a lot of it goes on him. Anthony did score 37 points in that final game that had very little relevance, including I think 19 in the first half or 20 in the first half. He was really, really good and showed just an ability to score when given the opportunity to do so. And now it's just going to be about building up those point guard skills and the patience that he began to show as the season went on too. The fact that his assists shot up as much as they did to four and a half per game after his injury. You could see him learning how to read defenses and be patient and wait for those opportunities to come. Went through all the growing pains that a young point guard has to go through. Again, it is hard to say that Cole Anthony's rookie season was anything but an unmitigated success. As we looked at those late game, those late season games, and it was more about RJ Hampton, but it's true about Cole Anthony too. The games may not have mattered, the stats may be a little empty, and we want to see the team begin to compete again. But the fact that he could have those games, that he could have those moments, was a sign that he can play. And for a rookie, that's all you can ask for. Cole Anthony is certainly asking for a lot more of himself already. If you check his Instagram, he is already working out and trying to work to improve his jumper and doing a whole lot more stuff on his own. He is already doing the work. As everyone has described, Cole Anthony is a gym rat. The guy lives to play. And that's a good sign too. And if the Magic are looking to a brighter future, if the Magic are looking for signs that this season will be somehow worth it, Cole Anthony's play is a big reason why. We'll talk about another rookie that the Magic had that had a big impact on the season and and is giving us hope for the future coming up here in just a minute. But first, it's time to name our Michelob Ultra Player of the Week. Our Michelob Ultra Player of the Week this week is going to go to someone who's no longer with the team and someone who deserves a little bit of appreciation even though now the Magic are in a little bit of upheaval because of a decision that he made. Our Michelob Ultra Player of the Week is Steve Clifford. When the Atlanta Magic hired Steve Clifford three years ago, Jeff Weltman promised that the Magic would be tough to play against, that they would have a level of winning, that they would be a competitive team. And it's rare that when a coach departs the way in the way that Steve Clifford did, it's rare, or when any coach departs, it's rare when a coach departs to feel this level of appreciation and this level of there's still more to accomplish. And we were and, and the team was on its way to accomplishing those things. Steve Clifford is no longer the coach of the Orlando Magic because he failed at something. He's no longer the coach of the Orlando Magic because the team just changed course. Steve Clifford did not fail. Let's make that 100% clear. After six years out of the playoffs, the Magic made the playoffs in two of the last three seasons. They had a top 10 defense in both 2019 and 2020 with largely a roster that no one believed could be a top defensive team. Largely a roster that had struggled to find wins together. Steve Clifford gave them the foundation and the base to be successful. At a small scale, granted, 
but successful nonetheless. And while the Magic were unable to kind of pierce through and get out of that first round ringer, partially because of their talent, partially because of the injuries, and yeah, sure, partially because of some of Clifford's shortcomings as a coach and his philosophy of how to coach, coach teams. The Magic still put themselves in a position to compete every night. And at the end of the day, that is all you can ask for. So with that, it has been an enjoyable three seasons with Steve Clifford. Uh, he will go down as one of the better coaches in Orlando Magic history. I know it's kind of a short history there, but Steve Clifford made Orlando Magic basketball that much more enjoyable. And remember, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. So with just 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, Michelob Ultra helps joy create success. Remember, enjoyment isn't the end game. It's the whole game. Today's podcast is also brought to you by our pals at Lockroom. Lockroom is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. I'll be hosting rooms for Locked on Magic once a week, so yes, you can finally join in on the conversation you listen to here every day. I really appreciate all your comments and interaction during the shows. Lockroom is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league. You'll have a chance to chat with me and might even have a chance to be featured on the Locked On Magic podcast through our locker room conversations. So be sure to join me this week. I'll be hosting room on Thursday at 5 p.m. Again, that's Thursday at 5 p.m. So go download the free locker room app now, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile link to your Twitter and join the NBA group for the latest league updates. Follow me at P. Rossman Reich to be notified when my room goes live. I know you won't want to miss it. I'm planning to be live this week on Thursday at 5 p.m. I can't wait to hear everyone's thoughts on the Orlando Magic. We'll see you all there. Locker room, changing the way we talk sports. So the Magic obviously had a lot of rookies to deal with. And, and, and you know, I kind of joke... You know, summer league, you, you find out you don't find out who can play. You find out who can't play. Uh, and rookie seasons, I feel, are very much kind of the same deal. You find out who can contribute something because you know rookies don't know what they're doing yet. Um, if you can get a rookie that can contribute something in a positive way, you've done a good job, um, at least for a rookie year. And and obviously, their success depends on how they grow and how they build their games out from there because rookies aren't finished products. So you just want to see that a guy can find his way on the floor. For Chuma Okiki, this was a bigger task than normal. Chuma sat out his true rookie season, didn't sign a contract with the Orlando Magic, but sat out because of a torn ACL. So he had two goals on his mind, or the Magic certainly had two goals on their mind as they watched him play this year. The first was to make sure that he was healthy, to make sure that he could get through the season. Um, maybe the jury's still out on that. We'll talk about that in a minute. But the second, on top of that, not only just proving that he could play again and play at a high level again and belong on an NBA court, was to show that he could play again. Not just be healthy, not just be healthy enough to play, but play and contribute and grow. Look, Chumo Kiki had his ups and downs, probably more ups and downs than, than he would like to admit or, or anyone would like to admit. There were injuries. He uh, had a, a, a bone bruise four games into the season that caused him to miss significant time. He ended the season on the injured list with a sprained ankle. But over the course of the season, 
But the minutes and the opportunity that Chumo Kiki got, once he got settled, when he was able to build consistent playing time and get a rhythm, he played really, really well. 7.8 points per game, 41.7% shooting, and 34.8% from beyond the arc don't quite capture how good Chuma Okiki was over the course of this season. There were some really stellar moments where he was hitting threes at a really strong rate, where he's probably one of the more consistent three-point shooters on the team, where he asserted himself offensively, attacking off the dribble uh, and, and, and just getting to the basket or, or hitting a, a pull, dribble pull-up. It didn't happen long enough, perhaps, and maybe those baby Kawhi uh, comparisons are a little premature. But Chumo Kiki did some really impressive things. And more than anything else, it was his patience. Chumo Okiki played, always played at his pace. It was rare to see him sped up. It was rare to see him not play his game or not play within himself. He knew his limitations and he knew when to pass the ball. He knew when to keep it moving. He knew when to take his shot. And that's really impressive for a rookie. Because it wasn't just on the offensive end that he did all this stuff. It was on the defensive end too where he made some incredible plays. The Magic beat the Golden State Warriors at home not just because of Chumo Okiki. Nikola Vucevic had a big part to do with that. But Okiki hit some huge shots, especially late in that game. He made some huge plays. And when he was at his best, the Magic were an extremely difficult team to handle. His role is still largely limited to playing off the ball. Uh, as the Magic tried to bring him along slowly and make sure that he hit all the check marks to get where they wanted him to be. But Okiki, when he was comfortable, contributed at the very least as a 3 and D type player. The question, will, of course, will be whether he can play the 3, whether he can play alongside Jonathan Isaac. I don't see why he wouldn't be able to. Steve Clifford was very cautious in trying to simplify his role and give him things that he can accomplish on the court. But Chumo Okiki seemed to blow past a lot of those benchmarks very, very quickly. Once he got the time, once he got the comfort, he was able to play exceptionally well. Now, obviously, injuries are a huge part of his story. Both the torn ACL that deprived him of his rookie year, but also, again, the bone bruise that kept him out for several weeks, the sprained ankle that ultimately ended his season. The Magic were careful with Chuma Okiki. And every time he seemed to be really hitting his stride, he hit a little bit of a rut. And certainly, perhaps, the injuries that had accumulated limited his ability to play at his peak throughout the course of the season. He undoubtedly hit the rookie wall at a certain point in February or March um, and just couldn't hit a shot to save his life. And so the Magic absolutely had a lot to like about Chuma Okiki and about his game. He, again, also had a very successful rookie season. It is hard to say that Okiki did not deliver on what Magic fans hope for and what the Magic hoped for this season. But there's obviously still a lot more for him to do. He's got to prove that he can be healthy, that he can get through a season without any health problems or without any any recurring injuries. Um, again, the bone bruise, they held him out out of precaution because it was the same knee that he tore his ACL. Sprained ankle toward the end of the season, there was no reason to play him more. It was more important to have him healthy for the summer than to play in meaningless games. But he's got to show that he can be consistent, especially as a three-point shooter, and get more confident and comfortable attacking off the dribble. That's something Okiki showed signs that he could do. It was not that Okiki did not have it in him. 
but it has to become more consistent and more regular. And that's always the challenge for rookies. No one's going to sit here and deny that. Like Cole Anthony, Chumo Kiki had moments. Strong moments. Big moments. In meaningful action. In meaningful games. He showed that he could play a role on a winning team or on a team that had winning aspirations. Just as much as he showed, I wonder what happens when we give him the ball and give him a lot of shots. That may not be where he's at yet, but people are still very optimistic that Chumo Kiki has another gear and another level to get to beyond the role that was defined for him this past season. And just like Cole Anthony, watching what Chumo Kiki becomes after this summer is going to be one of the biggest and most interesting questions facing the Magic next season. We'll talk a little bit about the NBA playoffs and what happened last night coming up here in just a moment. But first, don't let the stress of daily life weigh on you and on your body. Whether you're an elite athlete or someone like me, just trying to make it through the day, tension-free. Theragun can help. Theragun is the handheld percussive therapy device that releases your deepest muscle tension using a scientifically calibrated combo of depth, speed, and power. And it's as quiet as an electric toothbrush. The Gen 4 Theragun does not just feel good. It gets to the source of the pain by releasing tension using Theragun's signature percussive therapy, which goes 60% deeper than vibration alone. Whether you want to treat your muscle tension from working out an injury or just the stresses of everyday life, there's no substitute for the Theragun Gen 4. The OLED screen and design make you feel like you're holding something from the future. Just go to their site and check it out. And the Theragun app learns from your behaviors and suggests guided routines. Theragun is trusted by 250 professional sports teams like Real Madrid and elite athletes like Paul George, DeAndre Hopkins, Maria Sharapova, hundreds of thousands of customers, and people like you and me. Try Theragun for 30 days starting at only $199. Go to theragun.com slash locked on right now and get your Gen 4 Theragun today. That's theragun.com slash locked on. Theragun.com slash locked on. Today's podcast also brought to you by our pals at Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Look, Bet Online has odds right now on where Kristaps Porzingis is going to land. They did put the Orlando Magic on that, those odds. I do not think that's going to happen. I would short it if that's a thing you can do. But they have odds on everything. Baseball season now in full swing, the NBA and NHL playoffs going on too. You can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action too. Before the next pitch, tip-off, or puck drop, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using the promo code LOCKEDON. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Today on the road to the finals, our NBA playoffs coverage is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. And at 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, we can all enjoy the games a little bit more this season. Obviously, a big night of NBA action as the Philadelphia 76ers even their series with the Atlanta Hawks behind Joel Embiid's 40 points. And Donovan Mitchell leads a crazy second-half comeback 
with 45 points as the Utah Jazz defeat the LA Clippers in Game 1 of their series. Um, you know, I, I think what's been really fun about this postseason, and I know there's some hand-wringing about not having Steph Curry and LeBron being out in the first round, there's a lot of star power that's missing. But what I'm really excited about with this postseason is, is I think we're going to look back at this 2021 postseason uh, and, and note it as a point where new stars are made. Um, the NBA has to begin thinking and planning for its life without LeBron James. Uh, LeBron is 36 years old. He's been in the league 18 years. There's not much time for LeBron James. Steph Curry is 32, uh, if I'm not mistaken. It is getting to. The, it, we are getting close to a point where the league has to begin transitioning to its next era, to its next phase, to its next group of stars. And I think this playoffs has to be about embracing that change, embracing the new wave. You know, yes, Jason Tatum's out in the first round. Luka Doncic is out in the first round, too. Those guys are part of this future, too. But Nikola Jokic being the first MVP since Shaquille, uh, first center to MVP since Shaq. Uh, Joel Embiid putting up the numbers that he's putting up and really helping guide that Philadelphia team. You still have a Star Wars like Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, but to me, the brightest star of the playoffs, really of the last two years on in a lot of ways, has been Donovan Mitchell. What Donovan Mitchell did uh, last night against the LA Clippers was absolutely stunning and amazing. Um, I, I really don't think that there that I really don't think that we can call it anything but that. With Mike Conley out of the game, the Jazz struggling to shoot. They were down big, thirteen points at half, I believe, um, to open open the second half. And from that point forward in the second half, Donovan Mitchell took over the game. He decided that the Jazz were not going to lose and really set the tone for the whole team. That's what a superstar does. Joel Embiid did the same thing for Philadelphia. Donovan Mitchell, though, to me, just he continues to impress. And he's been doing this for a little while now, and you can see him kind of learning how to be a star. But the Jazz now is the top seed and a favorite to win the championship. This is a, you know, again, this is a potentially career-defining run for Donovan Mitchell. Do we talk about him as a really nice player or as someone that can really win at a high, high level. Because um, again, we're seeing stars get made. Damian Lillard's been made. Luka Doncic has been made. For some reason, Donovan Mitchell doesn't quite have the cachet that those guys have, but he is proving with every playoff performance that he deserves it, that he is going to step up in the big moments. He was running point for the Utah Jazz in this game. And while he spent much of the first half, I think, trying to get others involved, the second half, he made it about him. And he got others involved too, don't get me wrong. But he set the tone with a couple of big plays early on that cut that deficit nearly in half and put Utah back in the game. And Utah was able to pull away from there. Obviously, the Clippers are fighting back. The Clippers have have veterans in Kawhi Leonard, Paul George. They're not panicking after this loss despite giving up that lead. They know that there's still work to do, and they had a shot to tie the game, uh, if not for Rudy Gobert blocking Marcus Morris's three at the buzzer. Still, Donovan Mitchell to me is the story. What Donovan Mitchell has done this postseason, what he even did last postseason, I think is truly, 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 truly incredible. And every team would kill to have a player like Donovan Mitchell leading them right now. The Utah Jazz are probably not your favorites to win the East, win the win the title. They're certainly not your. They may not even be your favorites to win the West with how well Phoenix has played and Devin Booker making his star turn as well. But the Jazz are not going away. Sleep on them at your own risk. The Clippers are very, very good. It's going to be a fun series. It's a long way to go. But Donovan Mitchell has proven a lot 
And the rest of the league is beginning to see what its future will look like. And it's super, super exciting. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find us on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. Search your tune in Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the phone based on the podcast. Your podcast enable listening device. While you're there, check out the Locked on Today podcast. Today on the Locked on Today podcast, what is the plan for the Steelers at quarterback after Big Ben? Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked on Today podcast. Follow the Locked on Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. You can find me, of course, on Twitter at R underscore MD. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Magic, as well as subscribe to all the places that I told you before. For the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. The Orlando Magic Daily mailbag is currently open. If you have a Magic question, please send them my way. We'll also do a locker room again on Thursday at 5 p.m., so have your Magic questions ready. I'm sure we'll talk about the coaching search. I'm sure we'll continue talking about the draft. I'm sure we'll continue talking about the playoffs as well. But that's going to do it for me. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this has been Philip Rossman. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic.